Previously in Sector 388. AP Kiln 2, did you just say alien passengers? Yeah, hi! Alien life here! My name's Huxley. We're going to launch an escape pod. We're spinning. We're spinning. Oh no, we're spinning. I did it! I landed the pod! Woo! Ferns, I need you to open the pod. So, what now? Uh, at least once Huxley gets up. Well, you see that tower over there? The one with the seven point <gasps> cross? Yeah, okay. we're gonna need to get just about there. Uh, I hope you like sneaking around. Nah, not really, but do we have another option? I could stick you two in barrels and roll you, but I don't really like that idea. Okay, sne- sneaking in the shadows it is. Let's get out of here before the cops show up. The who? Security forces. Let's move. the deal with the regurgitation. My species has a tendency to expel food when we spin a lot. It's, uh, it's really unpleasant, and I would really like some water sometime soon. Uh, what are we gonna find in that tower? Some, uh, associates of mine. They also work for Gakago. Delch is in the security division, and Mazaiti works in engineering. I'm not entirely sure what projects exactly. Does anyone on this island not work for Gakako? Uh, obviously. The corporations have to work together on some level. Gakago leases an old manufacturing plant to Warrens, which uses it as a soundstage. And that's, uh, about four or five Noras that way. Fuhi, remind me to ask how distance and time are processed by the translation matrix, because I'm getting familiar units sometimes, and other times I'm getting super local stuff. Me as well. Whatever happened to the second and the three-eighths pound of quartz? Case in point. So, Verns, what are these people going to do for us? Well, Delchi Babwantep is going to help us with accessing Linth. Mazaidi Lian Beam is going to help us in a slightly different way. Verns, I'm really going to need you to stop speaking in riddles and just tell us what's going to happen. Well, it's just... Oh, just get out with it. Okay, okay, but promise you won't eat me. For the last time, Verns, we're not going to eat you, we're not going to kill you, and we're not going to turn you in. Because us getting out of here is sort of dependent on you meeting up with your family. Well, Mazaidi helps run weapons and other contraband for a local resistance movement. Mostly smaller sidearms, but also parts for larger stuff. You are actively working against Gekako's interests? Look, can we go inside? Because I'd really rather not talk about this outside where anyone can walk up. Where are we supposed to go? If I had a higher clearance, I could lock us in somewhere, b- but... We'll take care of that. Is there somewhere nearby we can hide? You see that bright orange building? Is that a hotel? Yeah. And if we can get in there, there should be a few basement-level rooms we can hide out in for the moment. I think there might be some access tunnels that can get us just a little closer to the GHP tower, too. 
Cool, let's go. I could really sit down after that. Wait, that is a main thoroughfare. I can't just cross it with the two of you. Then we'll cross alone. What? I do not like that idea. Ferns, you're going to walk across that street, go into that building, and head straight for the basement. We'll be right behind you. Don't look at us. Just go right in, and we'll follow you. You're serious? Yeah. Go on. I don't like this. So what is your magical plan here? No magic, Fuhi. We're just gonna follow right behind them at a brisk walk. And when we're spotted, I'm gonna improvise. Well, of course you are. Don't make eye contact with any of them. Just, you know, keep walking. They have four eyes, and there are probably 300 people there. Yep, yep. Okay, Vern's is opening the door. Go, go! This is a bad idea, Huxley. I know, I know. Steel gods! Steel gods! Ron, I was planning on sitting down. What did you think the plan was? Ah. Uh, hi, kids. Um, nothing to worry about. We're just here to learn all about you folk. We've, uh, we've got a book on serving local species, and, uh, we, we, uh, we can't wait to try all of you. Especially your wings, because we can't fly, and, you know, we've never had wings. Ow! <laughs> Why the hell are there frying pans in the computers here? Keep moving, Hexley. Uh-oh. Burns! Burns! What? Oh, Maradon, you don't have wings! You do! Flap! 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 We don't usually fly with this much weight! Meet you at the bottom. Burns, please just flap your wings! I'm trying! No elevators! No stairs! I feel like this should have come up at some point in the briefing! Yeah. Uh. So your plan was to flagrantly say that we are here to eat these people who seem to genuinely believe that if alien life ever shows up, it's going to eat them? I mean, it mostly worked, didn't it? They got out of our way. Yeah, and they're going to be chasing us down here pretty soon. Why is that? There was this tri-screen two-player video game that came out like 17 years ago, I think. Invasion of Shumhi. Basically, aliens invade and you have to fight them off. It got really popular, and I would not be surprised if there's quite a few people who would like a real-life chance at that. How closely do we resemble the aliens of your fictions? Mmm, not too well. They're usually drawn as six-legged creatures about 36 hands long, but there's all different sorts, and that's just your baseline alien. Uh, do we scream alien to you? I'm not really sure what to make of you, standing vertically and on two legs like that. We've been through this conversation before. Um, so why exactly does everyone here think aliens eat people? That's what aliens do. That's the defining characteristic of alien life. They serve literally no other purpose in any story than eating people. Oh, so they're like the cat said then. That's a wonderful position you've put us in, Huxley. Look, I'm sorry, but can we start moving before we get mobbed by a bunch of people trying to live through a video game? Well, that's an excellent idea. Unfortunately, I don't know these tunnels at all. I don't see any doors. So much for hiding out and explaining anything to you. Actually, it has your sense of direction. It's pretty limited to landmarks. I really can't tell you which way we need to go. All right, let's see if there's a map stored in this thing. 
I really need to sit down with this thing before we head out next time. Okay, there we go. This way. So, you've got friends in a rebellion. Can you tell us more about that? It's... Look, I can't just tell you about stuff like that. I'm activating the communication jamming feature of this key. You can talk freely now. You can do that. We can do a lot of stuff, Verns. And I greatly appreciate some context now, if you don't mind. You're not going to report me or anything. Verns, literally the only way the two of us get out of here is by helping you. If we fail, we'll be left here to die. Are you serious? Unfortunately, yes. Okay, okay. Gikago runs Ofi with a steel hand. All the corporations run their operations like that, and you can't leave because everywhere else is just the same. You can't go to any other continent or something? What do I look like? Some sort of naturalist? Nobody could live out there. You have to buy. It's the only way to survive. Sell your time, sell your attention, use what you gain from that to buy what you need. But hang on, don't you have some sort of enslavement through the Cardine slips? Enslavement? No, Meridon, no. You get paid for the work you do. It's at the heart of every contract. Verns, what exactly do Crudine slips do? Um, Merid, they're... How am I supposed to explain something so universal like that? It would be like trying to explain speech to someone who communicates with color, or empty space to someone who has only ever lived in a submarine cabin. Well, just improvise. That's what Huxley always does. And it seems to work for some reason. Okay, 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 okay. So, you take a job, right? That goes on your credit slip. You get paid, and then you have access to only in-corporation job offers for 12 days after completion. Ten if you work for Warrens or JLCTTSS. During that time, you cannot take a job with any other corporation unless they have some sort of agreement set up where employees have access to a certain number of cross-promoted jobs. Ah, let me guess. The strategic payment systems which require you to maintain your own equipment, find your own lodgings, and on and on. That makes 12 days very difficult to afford. Yeah, that's exactly it. You leave a job, you better have a whole lot of wealth tucked away somewhere. Okay, so it's basically wage slavery then. What about sensitive information? Would a corporation take you on prior to the 12-day mark if you did some sort of corporate espionage? <laughs> oh, they'd pay you for that information. They might even pay you to stay on as a consultant for a little bit. But once they've squeezed every bit of information out of you, you're as good as dead. You went against a corp. You won't be hired by anyone. You'd be a liability. What about, like, um, underground living? Living in a basement would solve exactly zero problems in that scenario. No, no, I, I mean, like, living outside the corporations, making deals with individuals, living in some abandoned buildings. You would be shot for trespassing. Vince, what kind of weapons do you people use? Once we meet up with Delchmazidi, I can give you a pretty good survey. Energy or projectile? A uh, little bit of both. Let's really not get caught. Deal. So, Rebellion, what do we need to know? How strong is that jamming device? Oh, top of the line. Good. Basically, some people are planning on running a stroke of corp against Gakago. We've got Delch in mid-level security. I'm basically a courier to the Lunar Factions, and Mazaiti is working with some people to temporarily disable the power grid. How many people are in on this? Directly, about 500. 
indirectly, it's probably closer to 50 or 60,000. War again? Always with the wars. Will the other corporations do anything about this? Provided we maintain all existing contracts between corps without drastic changes, no. So the plan is to just... what? Disable the power grid to knock out the security systems, storm the Gakago Tertiary Central Complex. Why the tertiary? Why not the primary? Primary is purely customer and employee support. Secondary is record keeping. Tertiary is where decisions actually get made. Once that's compromised, we can release a change of management bulletin to the Corp's main communication network. Sorry, but what exactly is going to change when this happens? We'll be on top. Gakago leadership will be in our positions. We'll be in theirs. We'll be able to live as we please. Yeah, that is the issue with these rebellions. You always end up with a perfect revolution in the power structure, where one group takes the structure set up by the first and applies it to themselves. I've seen in plenty of history textbooks. It's not a permanent solution. You're not going to try and dismantle the system at all? Uh, that's... The specifics are higher up the chain than I'm involved at. They've promised it's going to be better, though. Cut down the minimum time between corps to three days, help out with company-accrued costs, set up company lodging. Sounds decent. Feel like there would be some sort of catch. Run! Do you know where we're going? Uh, left. <coughs> Verns, you want to tell me what kind of weapon that is? I don't know. It sounds a bit like a C9 series, but I don't know the specific model. Vague generic <coughs> descriptions, please! <coughs> it fires bursts of electrostatic. Oh, good. We're definitely protected against that. I'm not! Just keep running! Oh, jump. Okay, my body was not designed for that. This way? Uh, yes, this way. This way. Yeah. Yeah, out here. Cable car station, hurry! In, get in, get in, get in, get in! Get in, get in! Fuck, get in! So now what's the- Stay down! Okay, okay. Fuhi, you're looking pretty comfortable there. Unlike your species, mine do sit on the ground. Verns, uh, when will we be able to stand up? Uh, this car should take us to... Hang on, let me check. 31st. No. 38th floor. Sorry, 1 and 8 look really similar. 38th floor of the GHP tower. We'll just have to get down to the service floor, the 25.5th. How do you have a half the floor? Being a service floor, it's basically just a bunch of janitorial supplies and shoots to other floors. That's where Delch Mazidi should be. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, I don't know if they have to work at this exact moment. Oh, we're gonna die. This is it, Puhi. We're gonna die here. Nonsense. How are we getting to Linth once we meet up with Delch Mazidi? No, wait, we have an assignment file. Maybe that'll tell us something. You know, I genuinely forgot we had that. To be fair, we've had the honor of falling out of the sky and running through a cloud so far, so we haven't exactly had time to do so. Let's see. The redirect Gakko Lunar Unit 429Q3 back to the civilian complex at Linth. In the event of failure, escort assistant pilot Burns Kilm 2 to Linth in order to... Oh, dear. Actually, could you scoot over here? Uh, yeah. What is it? Well, maybe I can... You are going to stay right there. Uh, okay? Here, read that. 
Oh. Oh my. Uh, that's a problem. Huxley Supplemental 358. So, bit of context for what Fuhi and I aren't saying here. Is, Is he, he seriously, seriously recording, recording supplemental, supplemental logs? You should get used to it. It's a very important aspect of any cataloger's job. Would you two shut up for a minute, please? So, yeah, turns out we were sent to Sector 388 because Vern's little rebellion causes a huge war with three different factions eventually pitting the lunar colonies against the terrestrial ones and sets scientific advancement back nearly 400 years. Apparently, by taking Vern's out of the equation and delaying the delivery of select materials to the lunar parts of the rebellion gives Gakako enough time to figure out the situation and move most of the corporate dissenters to more lucrative jobs. A few dozen were fired, three were actually picked up by other corporations. And we learned all of this after the fact, by the way. The file itself just said we needed to get Vern's to length to delay the rebellion a little bit, but must absolutely not engage in revolutionary activities. Regardless, not something we would want Vern's seeing. Resume log. Okay, okay. Vern's, we need to get to Linth now. It is a time-sensitive issue. We have to meet Deltramazidi first. We can't get into Linth without their help. Vern's, I need you to explain to me in great detail why we need them. Well, first off, we need proper transport to get to Linth in the first place. Mazaidi has a couple we should be able to borrow. Secondly, I'd wildly prefer to have a proper Cold Force ID before just walking into the Vice Chair of Mining Operations' private dome. Fuck, okay, here's what's gonna happen. We are going to meet with Delcha Mazaidi. You are not to discuss anything pertaining to the advancement of your little rebellion, okay? We are there for a car, an ID, and maybe a weapon for you in case something goes wrong on the way there. Car? Ah, your transport flies, doesn't it? I'm a pilot. What do you think? Oh, we're going to fly again. Wonderful. The alternative is Chicago General Transportation. Trust me, you don't want to try and navigate that. Okay, we just have to make a very quick meeting and then take a short flight. Can this thing move any faster? Ah, uh, this is a completely different control system than the one I use on the lunar missions. Oh, oh, wait, never mind. I worked on the same system for two weeks when I was eight. Overriding safety protocols. And bam. <laughs> that was not as substantial as I would have liked. We'll be there soon. So, your worlds. Tell me about them. Tell me about what's beyond the stars. Um, yeah, I know, it's, it's not much better. Uh, but... You got all the way here. Uh, there was extenuating circumstances. Uh, my people are actively destroying the planet. Uh, we fought wars involving most of the continents, and we have such a disparity in wealth that there are people who control more money than entire countries. But you figured out space travel. Uh, th- th- that, that wasn't us, exactly. Yours, the... Wait a minute, what are your names? Have we seriously gone this whole time without mentioning those? Yeah... Okay, uh, sorry. Agent Inspector Captain Leland Huxley, Outer Planets Collective and Oceanic Protective Agency. This is my partner, Dr. Agent Pew Fuhi, Chief Medical Officer, OPS Olivite, and Inspector for the Oceanic Protective Agency. Apprentice Pilot Vern's Kiln Chugacago Lunar Supply. What's with the extensive titles? Uh, perhaps it's better if we didn't go into specifics on that. Top secret stuff, sure. Uh, what about your spaceship? Also something we probably shouldn't tell you. But how did you get aboard our transport? We didn't dock or anything. Were you hidden aboard before we left? Well? We have ways to get onto ships from a distance. You have teleporters? 
Not a... Mm, for the sake of simplicity, think of it like that, but that's wrong. Can you get me blueprints? No. No, we cannot give you blueprints for anything. We are not engineers. But you could send a request to your engineers and then... No. But... No. I'll give you half of the... No. Maybe... No. You will not be receiving any of our technology while we are here. This is the end of this negotiation. Doesn't really matter now. Stay quiet, stay low. There are half-height offices on this floor about this high. Stay below that height. Did you hear about that thing down on Urches? Some sort of creatures ran right through the street into the Sunlight Hotel. Claimed to be aliens and that they were going to sample us. If that's true, my wings are fins. We all know aliens aren't real, and if they were, it would be all over the news. Oh, it is. Witnesses describe the creatures as two-legged and wearing some form of gray cloth. After entering the hotel, they appear to pursue an unidentified employee into the maintenance tunnels. Gakako security have pursued them, but have yet to determine whether or not the creatures have resurfaced. Let's go live now to pilot Klati Sokdev, who appears to have had direct contact with the creatures prior to the event. Meridon, it was something out of a nightmare. The, the one, the one of them, it was shorter than the other, but significantly longer. Has some sort of soft covering protruding from its flesh. Oh, Meridon, and its mouth! Its mouth was so big, it could probably bite a wing right off. I still don't know how they got on board. They spoke perfect Fion, too. Whatever they were, they kidnapped my apprentice pilot. Vern's Kilm, too. They took uh, off excuse me, where's the access tunnel? Part. Oh, right behind that column. You heard about this? Yeah. Wild. I think it might be a hoax. That is a pretty detailed hoax, if you ask me. Look at that. Who has time to make something like that? They have footage of us? Not that much of a surprise. We did run around publicly. Did you just say something? Oh, no. Nope. Didn't say anything. Thanks for the directions. So, uh, if you don't have stairs here, uh, how are we going to control where we get out? Uh, grab my legs again? Yeah, of course. Fuhi or you, we have access points like this in my society. I'll be fine, considering I'm expecting it this time. Oh, that's good news. Don't drop me. <gasps> this one! Who's there? Verns, get your foot off I my- I will not hesitate to shoot you. Mazidi, it's Verns Kilm Chew. Chill. In Meridon's name, why are you here? You're supposed to be on the moon. Something's... something's come up. Is Delch here? Delch is working an event today. Won't be in. What's happened? Well, uh, did you hear about the thing with the, uh, creatures at the Sunlight Hotel? Heard something happened. Didn't look into it. You two wanna stand up? Burns, who are you talking to? Uh, that would be me. Meridon! Whoa, Carl! Okay, uh, looks like the coats protect us against that weapon. Us? Who's us? Uh, that would be me. No! <laughs> oh! Okay, genuine question. Why do you people have frying pans in your computers? That's not a frying pan, it's a kill paddle. You pull that out in the event of corporate espionage. It shuts off all data, and you can throw it at the intruder. 
Burns, what is happening? Aliens want to help me and they aren't going to eat us, I promise, but we need IDs and a transport, and they're going to pay us very handsomely and even eliminate our debt, but please help us. Actually, you don't really have a choice, because we're going to stay here until you help us. Who are you? Um, I'm Huxley. This is my partner, Fuhi. Lots of titles and whatnot that I won't go into right now. Uh, we need a transport, for sure, and probably a cold fourths ID for Vern's sake. Are you going to help us out? No! Oh, I really didn't want to do this. Connect me to Gekako Central Command. What? This message is being sent to Gekako General Security Personnel. We have information regarding a widespread Fine! rebellion- Fine! Fine! Anything you need, just- just shut up! Oh, we have an understanding then. Shall we get started? Sector Zero was written and created by Lucas Angelo and Alda Idego. This episode featured the voices of Lucas Angelo as Huxley, Jonathan Jane as Fuhi, Q Dyer as Burns Kilm Chu, Owen as Klati Sok Dave, and Mandy Hall as Mazzaghi. Additional voices from Talmanir, Glory Duda, and the entity known as Sam. Music and sound design by Brad Colbrook, who also voices Carl. Would you care to give us further support? You can fund us directly via Patreon and Tipe, and buy merch on our T Public store. Links to all of these sites can be found at sectorzeropod.com support. Otherwise, tell your friends about us, tell strangers about us, maybe don't broadcast us on the airwaves. Our director wouldn't like that. That's plenty of time to get you lot off Mars, don't you think?